Welcome to Unethical Podcast. So Chris announced his departure from the internet, and he would remain dark for the next 36 hours. I'm, I'm amazed he made it through one whole day. Uh, Chris decided he needed a new nemesis now, and so during his brief hiatus, he tried to return to his beloved game place that he had been banned from two years prior for using the Napoleon word again. Uh, and he tries to go and ask for forgiveness. Now, for some reason, he audio recorded the whole thing. So Chris pleaded his case to the manager, Michael Snyder, to which Michael only replied, no, you need to leave now. I'm actually going to play you that. This guy's such a knob. I want to be, I want to feel bad for him. And I've, I've been having weird feelings the whole time. Like where I'm just like, I feel bad. No, I don't. I feel bad. No, I don't. I'm so torn yeah. about this. He's such a knob. It makes me so hard. It makes it so hard for me to care. Mike's makes you so, so hard. Mm-hmm. You heard what I said. <laughs> we heard you. Hello, Michael. I see uh, you've been. Lo- you see, you're looking well. Can't change much since for the past almost two years. And yeah, it has been uh, almost two years since uh, what happened uh, June, June 2008. But uh, I came back hoping that uh, we could put that behind us. And uh, come on, I mean. It has been almost two years, and it's just been on my mind for so long. It's just be able. Uh, can we just forgive and forget? Come on, I have this weight on my back. No. And I have really missed no. coming here. No. I'm. You need to leave. I'm a better person. You need to leave. Come on, well, come on, dude. No. You need to leave now. How can you be so heartless? I mean, you're, I mean, you're obviously not as mean as one of those trolls I've been dealing with. I mean, come on. I mean, obviously you had something against me, aside from the Wii incident. I just would like to know what. Come on. Give me a break. All right, fine, I'll leave. But I hope that God will forgive you for being so heartless and cruel, Michael Snyder. Thank you. No, no. For the listener, like that was a no. video that was just uh, a South Park Chris Chan, like actually very pixelated version of South Park, but it was yep. South Park. Just whoever it was, talking to the GameStop guy or Game Place guy. The way. The... <laughs> No, just the cartoonish way that nobody talks that he talks like well hello hello, michael you're looking well over these past almost exactly two years uh i'm sure you remember what happened in june of 2008 anyways i was wondering if we could put all that behind us now no no (laughs) yeah so for anybody who didn't quite understand that so he pleads his case to michael michael says no 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 several times and then no you need to leave now and uh he calls the police 
as Chris is standing there saying, how can you be so heartless, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then Chris says, fine, I'll leave. But I hope that God will forgive you for being so cruel and heartless. And Michael responds, he probably will. And as you hear the ding <laughs> of the door opening, Chris yells, Jew. I, I missed that part. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Uh, uh, is, he record- is this him recording this actual conversation? Because there's like all that muffled shit in the background. Is RJ being robbed? Oh, it's 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 nice out now. So it's and I live in the city, so it's I just gotta check every once in a while. Somebody in the street screaming outside, and I just want to make sure he's not fucking with my cars or anything. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you you heard that RJ that whole thing? Yes, I did. And what does he yell on his way out? Jew. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> the disgust of him having to say, don't you wish we had a different J word now, huh? I don't know why you guys are trying to bully me about this. I'm trying to get this to be a podcast that I can share with my black friends, but you make it difficult. I've met your black friends. They like me fine. I have more black friends than that. How many friends do you have, RJ? With the one Celeste met? Three. <laughs> One additional black friend. <laughs> I will ask after because I have him on Instagram. Don't ask. <laughs> okay. Um, Chris then posted the recording of the interaction online, inciting the trolls to harass and berate the manager. Uh, Michael himself commented on the post saying that he called the police and the police said there's nothing that they can do but he thanked all of the people who have called to lend him their support for standing up to Chris. Um, after everyone was standing with Michael in this debate, Chris uh, Chris doxed him, post all of his personal information on the troll forum, and then asked the trolls to convince him to change his mind. Uh, and people were like, no, fuck you, the manager's cool and you're not. Okay, moving on from this, he posts another video to denounce abstinence as baloney, encouraging his viewership to shout from the rooftops, fuck abstinence. And he backed this up by signing up for OkCupid and an adult friend finder site called Hook Cafe. In his profile, he specifically mentions no fatties and no blacks. Hook Cafe (laughs) sounds like an amputee Tinder, you know? Well, the trolls found it immediately and they created Jackie, a catfish account, to set up a sexual rendezvous. And this would be the only troll that made it through before the account was taken down by moderators, probably because of his remarks about Black people. The trolls used Jackie uh, to send Chris out in public to meet her and then stand him up and to try to get him to make videos of himself simulating oral sex. And at first he refused to do that. But when she brought up his history of getting sweethearts and either cheating on them with dudes pretending to be celebrities or moving on in like a day from them, he finally agreed to do it. Same old tricks, honestly, like he's a moron. Uh, the video, however, will be burned in my brain forever. Mm, anyway, with that suicide, uh, I, I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you some ways on how I can pleasure you. Holy, okay. I yeah, I got a few <laughs> ideas. Like you know, I would definitely. Give you some fingers to play. Fingers. But yeah, I'll just, yeah, I could be like. 
Ah, you lick your pretty little click there. Oh, and here's the fun part. I put my I can roll my tongue. I put I push I put it in here. And extend it while it's in there. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Christy's covering her face because of the licking. <laughs> I got other ideas as well, but I just can't think of them right now. But hopefully that's not good enough for starters and to make up for that. Oh my god. That is etched in my brain. I gotta remember that. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> and that's there's a real fun part. Ugh. He also followed it up with a second video where he took his shirt off and showed her his sports bra for no reason. Chris and Jackie lost contact for a while, but she did end up coming back. Uh, like the other trolls, she tried to pressure him to get a full-time job, sell all of his shit in order to be with her. And he ended up sharing his financial information with her like an idiot, and the trolls tried to steal his money. After this, he'd realized he fucked up, and he told his parents the truth about his spending and what happened with the trolls, and they began heavily monitoring his finances and restricting him from spending money on bullshit. Uh, and Chris countered this by finally starting to sell small amounts of his crap to make extra money to buy more crap. Uh, a new lady troll entered his life after this, Sydney, her name was, and she claimed uh, she had met him at the game place, which he'd been banned from for two years. And he just like accepted that they met there. And uh, they talked on the phone. She was Australian. And uh, she was like, wow, Chris, you're so handsome and I'm so plain and I would be so lucky to date you. And her like catfish photo was like this like 20 year old blonde girl with perfect skin and big blue eyes, like whatever. And Chris was like, yeah, for sure. I am super hot and you would be lucky. And a few days later, he called her out as a troll and told her to stop contacting him. So it took like eight years, but he finally learned something. <laughs> Uh, he also enrolled on an escort site as a male escort, like he expected women to pay him for sex, boasting his ability awesome. to make a woman feel good. I saw that video. He's not wrong. <laughs> 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 All right. And he started a new campaign, this time to normalize sports bras for men, as no one wants to see those nips and they offer great support for man boobs. He's oh, not wrong. All right. Uh, after a period of failing to find love again, uh, which had a climax for him when he attended a basketball game by himself and was seated next to an affectionate couple, Chris went a little cuckoo bananas back into his conspiracy theory that he was the victim of a cock blocking scheme orchestrated by his elementary school board. Uh, he believed that uh, to intimidate the family after the abuse that he experienced, they forced them to move. And if he could have stayed there, he would have found love and friendship, which he will never find here. Uh, he also believed that the elementary school board was responsible for his ban from the game place as they were paying off Michael Snyder to continue banning him to supplement the money that Chris would have spent there. And Michael responded to this video, calling him an unsportsmanlike punk that scared away his customers and frightened his children. And Chris fell into a deep depression. What's deep, though, to this guy? It's like a day? Hour, hour and a half. He didn't <laughs> post for like a month. Like he didn't post a YouTube video for like a month. Uh, but he did other stuff. In May of 2010, Chris posted a tribute video concerning a local murder case, which maybe some of the true crime fans in the audience have heard of, uh, the murder of Yardley Love. She was a University of Virginia lacrosse player murdered by her ex-boyfriend who broke into her room and in an argument hit her head against the wall repeatedly and she died from the head injury. 
And Chris mentioned in the video that he should get 20 years in prison for that. And he ended up getting 23. Thank God for Chris. <laughs> uh, Chris also went through an aesthetic change during this time, abandoning his rugby shirts and Sonichu medallion in favor of cutoff denim vests, t-shirts, and trucker hats. Uh, most nice. likely in a misguided attempt to make himself more attractive to women. Nice. <laughs> As far as I know, nothing really gets the ladies going like my cutoff sleeve denim vests. So <laughs> looking like Howie Mandel from Little Monsters, baby. Hey, don't listen to me, man. You're you're the one in the relationship here. Maybe you're right. I I just it just I just pictured every like 60-something lesbian. <laughs> That's my whole aesthetic, dude. Come on. <laughs> that's it. That's, See, that's Christy, I... you can run away with RJ and I'll run away with Bo. Okay. <laughs> I'll always have you, Donut. <laughs> hey, man, you'd be a fool to leave Sarah. You, you look down and Donut's wearing a cut-off denim vest and you're like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he didn't update his Sonichu at all during this time or make any attempts to promote it online. Uh, he let Aspertu take complete control of the Wikipedia and Sonichu while uh, he stuck to making YouTube videos. On YouTube, Chris posted videos slamming the trolls for spending all their time on the internet instead of going out into the real world. Uh, he claimed that he had been involved in the community and his church and spending more time outside. The irony lost on him that he is using the internet as a platform to boast about not being on the internet. <laughs> and chris was going outside in fact on one excursion to the outside chris got drunk at an outdoor concert and drove over the game drove over to the game place to try to take a picture of michael snyder which he wished to place on his dartboard michael called the police and attempted to stop chris from getting away by stepping in front of his car nearly getting hit in the process Oof. another woman also stepped in to block him from pulling away and then confronted him about the pornography of him she's seen on the internet uh telling the police that he was there to take photos of the kids because he was a pedophile wow uh they managed to keep chris there and chris was questioned by two police officers and despite this being reported before and despite chris driving there drunk the police let him go with a warning. And while Chris was being questioned, Michael posted online that Chris was there again, had tried to hit him with his car, and that he was certain the police wouldn't do a damn thing about it, even though it's harassment. And he was right. Feeling like this is the first time I'm hearing that Chris can drive. Yeah, he has a car. Yeah. He's got a car with a uh, novelty Sonichu license plate, too. What kind of car do you know? A uh, Ford Escort. Oh, uh, that's Oh, thank you. Chris made a video to uh, address this altercation that he had with Michael Snyder, weirdly starting the video by dispelling the rumor that his cat hates him because he diddles it. Um, now, in fairness, there was a video where his cat seemed to really hate him, but he posted other videos since then and then the cat was fine. But like the cat liked him fine. Seems like a thing that you don't really have to address. Uh, but in this video, he talks about what happened and then says he just wants his life to go back to normal. He said he's tried to remove everything he could about himself on the internet, and he's just trying to lead a normal life. Chris decided not to let his parents know about the altercation, but the trolls found out through YouTube, and one of the trolls called his house and informed his parents. The conversation was recorded, 
Barb and Bob defended Chris wholeheartedly, even spewing the same conspiracy theory Chris believed about Megan and Michael persecuting him for no reason. Uh, Megan being the Megan from She Comes for Quick Drawing, the friend, the Sailor Moon friend. You remember her? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Bob also made homophobic comments during this call, uh, which was the first indication that Chris's homophobia may have been influenced by his folks. That was the first indication? Yeah. <laughs> That's the first evidence, real evidence. It's definitely not from friends, because he only has one, and that guy doesn't say much. Uh, so it's definitely parents, because that doesn't just yeah. come, like it's coming from somewhere. Right, you, everybody learns, like you learned your racism from the cat. Don't let him talk to you like that, Donut. Uh, in another outing, which was documented by a troll in the wild, Chris attended uh, an outdoor concert, a family-friendly outdoor concert, donning a t-shirt that read, I enjoy vagina. And at some point during the concert, he removed the t-shirt and walked around in his denim vest over a sports bra on which he had written, want woman in black Sharpie. <laughs> Fucking <Wow>. yes. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Does he gay? I, I was gonna ask this earlier, but I forgot. Does he drink a lot, or was that a rarity for him to get it drunk like that? When he does drink, he drinks to the point where he's drunk, but he doesn't drink okay. super frequently. This is the first thing I have in common with this guy. Wow. Wait, the drinking or the attire? What woman <laughs> on your bra? The, the sorry, the first thing was that. Uh, we don't get hammered that often. The second thing was getting wearing the jean jacket with the sports bra. Fucking, but like to, to oh my god, the vagina t-shirt. Oh, I used to have it's that one that's in the Coca-Cola label style. I used to have it as a beer koozie. I got it for my 18th birthday. It said, "I enjoy vagina." See, but yeah, and like when you know, as a woman, you do that. That's like a that's a cute, fun accessory. When Chris does it. That's that's just powerhouse male testosterone wafting off of him. Jeez, that is that's what that's that an is. alpha male right there. Um, he got really into Flipnote on the DS during this time, where he made short animations he uploaded to the social sharing platform platform that was part of Flipnote, and they were mostly like cute, harmless. But there was one that was based on a sex dream that he had had, and it was quickly oh, removed. Uh, fortunately, his most dedicated trolls were able to snag it within those like literally two minutes that it was up. Mm -hmm. uh, he did end up being banned, but that was because he had too many infractions for signing his works with his real name, which is against the rules. Uh, with the loss of this outlet, Chris returned to his trolling forums under an alias where he began posting hate posts about himself and fake Chris sighting stories for the other trolls. Uh, he didn't stop going outside, though. One of the other trolls saw him at a 4th of July event throwing love notes wrapped around rocks at random women. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you see, but maybe maybe that was that was his his his, you know, really inside strategic move. If he if he hit one enough times, she'd end up brain damaged. Which would be the way that she would consider actually dating him. Okay. He was seen again at uh, two outdoor concerts. One where he was creeping out a teenage girl and another where he was carrying a very PG attraction sign. 
he didn't need to say he was creeping out a girl because no matter where he goes, he's creeping out a teenage girl. It like negates itself. It's assumed. Mm -hmm. Fine. (laughs) Uh, Chris also started campaigning for his high school to hold a high school reunion. Uh, Chris makes a video calling anyone he graduated with to call him so that he could arrange it. And in the video, he gives out his home phone number and full address and then ends the video with tips about the internet, including not to give out any personal information. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he talks about the dangers of sending news oh yeah i bet he knows those ones now awesome i'm positive they already had the reunion and intentionally did not invite him although i've had many since yeah. <laughs> he's never been to one. <laughs> oh god uh, the trolls found out that Chris was posting under an alias on the trolling forums and they told him that uh, he had the right stuff to be allowed into the inner trolling circle, which they call the Pavilion of Corrupted Citizens. And that was actually a reference to the Sonichu comic books, which is what he called Mary Lee Walsh's headquarters. Mary Lee Walsh was the Dean of Student Affairs that ripped down his first attraction sign. And uh, it was based on the, the college name, like Providence something college. Anyway. Uh, they said that all he had to do was create a video saying why he hates Chris and his his history of being a troll. Uh, they also told him that he would be allowed to wear a mask to cover his face to protect his identity from Chris. <laughs> and Chris, the gullible idiot, made the video wearing a t-shirt over his face and talking in a deeper voice. <laughs> it was, of course, painfully obvious that it was Chris. He used the exact same weird phrases Chris always did, and he was wearing a white T-shirt. You could see his sports bra through. Goodness me! <laughs> uh, he claimed he had moved across the street from Chris and would be able to do some serious reconnaissance, and made up a whole bullshit backstory about being fifteen and having a shitty family, but living with random people growing up, including a bondage queen and a child predator that arranged orgies. And he told a story where he had gay sex when he was a kid with another kid for absolutely no reason. He shared a fantasy, a fantasy with the group. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't mean to correct your script, but I mean... <laughs> The trolls in the inner circle convinced Chris they were going to dig up his dog's grave and steal the bones. And Chris tried to dissuade the trolls, saying he'd gone over to see if they could and found that it was covered in cement blocks and a heavy doghouse and would be harder to get into than Fort Knox. When that didn't work, he posted some long bullshit story about how he went back at night to check it out closer and he was attacked by the ghosts of Patty the dog and Christian as a child, who was apparently a ghost. (laughs) Um, <laughs> ghost dogs it's at the Overton Bridge yeah uh, the trolls also created a fake list of trolling tasks with financial rewards that Clyde Cash would pay uh, one of those tasks was to destroy Chris's PS3 with a brick and provide proof for $9,000 and Chris decided that he would do it himself and use the $9,000 to get another one and he did <laughs> Uh, It took a really long time, though. Those things are sturdy as hell. He ran it over with his car, and after all that, he was still able to make it turn on into standby mode. Yeah, it probably did more damage to the car. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Chris sent the videos to Clyde Cash, but he claimed credit for destroying his own PS3. He was like, sucker, you still have to pay me, but it was me the whole time. (laughs) I have no idea why he thought that would work. (laughs) 
Um, they dicked him around at first, and of course, inevitably fucked him over. Well, yeah, yeah. And of course, at this time, he had shown his hand in the trolling group, so he wiped his account out of fear that uh, if they were ever prosecuted for cyberbullying, that he would go down with them. For cyberbullying himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, Chris ended up guilting his parents into giving him $200, and he sold some more of his shit to get another $100 and bought another PS3. This is like the Asperger's Matrix. It's like fucking weird, but it's like so many different things going on at once where it's like layered and... Well, I mean, like, to be fair, I think the thing that makes the most sense is that he was going to find any way to get another PS3. You can't yeah. expect a man like that to go without gaming. Oh, no. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. That's also what he uses to record all his videos and stuff, too. Is PS3 he recorded all his videos on that? Hi, guys. A little bit tired today because I just got home from Ontario, where Richard lives. Now, why was I in Ontario, you ask? Well, because you may recall in an episode past that I promised that someday I was going to groom Richard's butthole and groom it, I finally did. Let me tell you how. I received my Performance Package 4.0 sent to me courtesy of Manscaped. You know, I don't have balls to thank me. So I thought, how could I use this to the best of my ability, considering how phenomenal all these products are? And I remembered that my buddy Richard has an untamed jungle of butt hair and other disgusting things. If you'd like to learn more about his disgusting things, please refer to his ad. Now, I went over there, I caught the first flight, and I brought my Manscaped carry-on bag. And let me tell you, this performance package, it comes with this little bag that perfectly fits all of my Manscaped products in it. And it's pretty and leather and it smells good and it's amazing. But what else did it come with? I will tell you. It came with their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which I trust with my life. You don't have to have unruly butt hair to use it. I just so happen to have unruly butt hair. And let me tell you, it is smooth as hell. Your flaps and folds, they're all safe. The Lawnmower 4.0 features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It's also waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight for more precise shave. The Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, it is waterproof and provides proprietary skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in delicate nose holes. You know, if I had to to breach the virginity of my nostrils, I am more than glad that it was done by a machine that genuinely cares about me. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and their products are ethical. They're vegan and, and, and cruelty-free and they smell fantastic. Has anyone ever said to you, I can smell your balls from here? Well, for the first time, it's gonna be a good thing. It also comes with the Crop Reviver Toner, which I'm not really sure what it does. I don't know if it's supposed to change the color of your balls or if it's supposed to make them have abs, but you know what? Richard's sending me updates day by day of his balls so that I can see how jacked they're getting or what color they're turning. 
like you know dudes okay they will use their shampoo to wash everything and their shampoo doesn't even have any features it's basically just like a blank bottle that says shampoo for any and all concerns with dudes and i don't know how they do that because i have like eight bottles of products for like all the different things that i need to do but their bottle collection is going to grow once they discover crop preserver ball deodorant and the crop reviver ball toner okay their balls are gonna look better than my face and i'm okay with it it also came with the performance boxer briefs which you know they're pretty damn comfy and soft and they have lots of room for snacks because i don't have anything to put in the in the pocket where your wiener is supposed to go but you know what that's okay if the Manscaped product isn't for me because I can I can use it as a Christmas present this year or something like that. I won't because I wore it. Not that I wouldn't do that. I would definitely do that. I don't want to let them go. They're just too comfortable. Now I'm digressing a little bit about the Manscaped package because I truly love all of the products that they've sent to me. The package also comes with an absolutely hilarious newspaper that describes the product. It also has fun little comics and things like that. And so you'll, you'll feel very mature with your smooth balls as you sit on your recliner with your whiskey and your pipe and you read the Manscaped Daily News. All this and more, if you want, can be yours if you go to manscaped.com and use code unethical20 at the checkout to get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. And now's the time, all right? Birthdays are coming, Christmas is coming. Maybe you got a hot date. Maybe your marriage is in shambles and you need to improve yourself as a person, but you're not good at that. So instead just improve your balls and she'll be so mesmerized. She won't care that you're still a piece of shit. If you like me are a piece of shit, you really need to head over to manscaped.com and use code unethical20 at the checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. And just remember with Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Jackie came back while all this was going on and uh, Chris ended up telling her he wanted to see other people when he got sick of her nagging, but he soon apologized and promised to come see her in Tennessee to prove his love. Um, I don't know why he thinks he met a woman who lives in Tennessee on a website that matches you up for quick sex based on your location, but Uh, he made a cringy video where he showed her screenshots from a game describing their first date when he uh, gets there and professes his love for her. And he says if she ever left him, he'd be sad for, quote, probably at least a month. Ooh, that's a long time for him. Usually it's like 12 hours. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And she told him that she didn't like the video. So she convinced him to record another where he sang over her favorite song with his own lyrics dressed up as Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z. I assume at least some of you know that show. <laughs> and I assume you know what color Mr. Popo is? Oh, he is a blackface character. Yeah, they got oh, him to make a video in full blackface. Stop oh, it! <laughs> it's like, how can you torment this guy even more? They're figuring out everything that would get him in trouble. Like... Shouting out a, a pair of school shooters is pretty bad. Blackface is fucking terrible. Uh, what's next? We're going to get him a to smash fucking Eileen Wonis. You know what I mean? Like, is that going to be his first wife? She also sucked him into a ridiculous feud with her fake ex-boyfriend that led to several cringy yelling videos because her ex-boyfriend was black. And he would use super offensive black slang and say shit like they're all drunks. 
is that even a stereotype with black people? Like, did he figure out, did he make up a stereotype and get mad about it? What? Is that even like, they're all drunks? Is that just a makeup one from- I guess, I have no idea what that was about. Okay, Um, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Chris also had a conversation on the phone with what was obviously a white guy pretending to be a black guy. And uh, honestly, one of the most entertaining things that I listened to by far. And about halfway through, Chris also started talking like a black guy. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Yeah, but not like an actual black guy, like a stereotypical black guy from like a super offensive cartoon in the 50s. No, that's like the massive shit. Like I'm talking like, like, like white dudes pretending to be like rappers kind of black like yeah anyway it it was just bad it was yeah he does not know how to read a room the ultimate goal of the trolls with jackie was to make chris sacrifice all of his consoles and video games that was their goal which spoiler alert doesn't happen uh jackie also challenged chris to release one video a day for the entire month of october where he says one fun fact about himself and she told him that if he released one every day she would have sex with him on november 1st and Chris initially refused because it would be hard. But then she was like, oh, you made me cry. And he was like, okay, fuck, I'll do it. Uh, she asked that the first video of October be an apology to the manager of the game place and an acknowledgement that it was Chris's fault. And Chris did make the video, but defended his actions immediately after. It didn't say you couldn't defend your actions. Hmm. Um, okay, so these were the costumes that he wore that month. Chimney sweep from Mary Poppins, uh, but the lazy ass wasn't even in blackface this time. He was literally just wearing a toque and dancing. The Hamburglar, which was just a sports bra with electric tape stripes. Uh, Grimace from McDonald's, including a mask made from construction paper and two sheets of construction paper laid across his chest and gut. Uh, He then mimics Grimace from the McDonald's commercials, which she didn't ask him to do. Uh, Clyde Cash, whose profile photo was like a Jersey Shore looking douchebag. So he smeared brown makeup all over his face, more blackface. Paul McCartney, which was just a paper shirt, a fake guitar and a British accent. Liquid Chris, which was just him in a striped construction paper mocking Liquid Chris mocking him. Uh, Cherokee Indian, which you guys saw in that one video, right? When I first did, yeah. Which Jackie manipulated with some bullshit story. So they were just trying to make him be super offensive. Uh, that was made of a paper vest, a paper headband, a paper loincloth type dealie over his pants, and he used an offensive accent and did an awkward, outdated elementary school oral report thing about Cherokee Indians, making an awkward comment that uh, Cherokee Indians and Black people are the same because they were both slaves. And uh, he talked that Bob allegedly boasted he was one sixteenth Cherokee Indian, so Chris was like, I'm Cherokee Indian. Uh, Chris Chan Sonic You, which was uh, actually an edited video where he transformed from Chris Chan into his Sonic You form. And for that, he had blue and white body paint and paper Sonic spikes and Pikachu ears. Uh, Fred Flintstone, which was more paper. And he sang the theme song. And then for no reason, he brought out a disturbing paper Homer Simpson mask and he sang the Simpsons version of the Flintstones theme song. And he actually did a very decent Homer impression. Dubba dubba doo! Simpson, Homer Simpson, he's the greatest guy in history. From the down the Springfield, he's about to hit a chestnut tree. Ah! 
Uh, Cleveland Brown, which wasn't blackface. It was just him holding up a DVD cover over his face and impersonating him while saying America sucks right now. Uh, Non-specific Hogwarts wizard, which was a bathrobe and a light up staff. (laughs) Pregnant woman uh, with a big fake belly. And he then proceeded to monologue about how he got pregnant from his girlfriend and then simulated childbirth with moaning and groaning and pushing and yanked a stuffed animal out of his sweatshirt. And then he breastfed it while talking to it like it was a baby. You pop the sports broad down. Yes. (sighs) Yes. He did. <laughs> uh, it's hard to do. It's hard to make a video a day, you know, for a month full straight. And it's hard to come up with ideas, too. So both what sides of this are just scratching at the bottom of the barrel <laughs> like to get this through. Uh, lady with giant tits. Very self-explanatory. He talked about breast cancer awareness, urging women to feel their tatas. Awesome. Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. And he recreated a scene where he sings a song from the show. I'm not really familiar with the show. I asked to be or not to be a rogue or peasant slave is what you see. A boy who loves his mother's knee. And so I asked to be or not to be. So hear my plea, I beg of thee. And say you say a little hope for me to fight or flee. To fight or flee, I asked myself to be or not to be. I asked to be or not to be. That is the question that I ask of me. As you can see, as you can see, that is the question that I ask of me. I am curious where I should be and what in our community. To fight or flee, to fight or flee, I ask myself. To be or not to be. Uh, commercial guy from the Lucille Ball show, I think. No costume, and I didn't really get the reference. He was pitching vitamins. Vitamita vegemin. Um, presidential candidate. No costume. Just made a speech about how he'd make America better. He pitched the idea of soup hotels, which would have both food and beds, which is a homeless shelter, you idiot. Did he say, did he, sorry, did he say make America great again? Because that would be very fucking awesome if Donald Trump stole that from Chris. He did not. Okay, fuck. Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He wanted less taxes and more benefits for elderly people and free medical care because he doesn't understand basic economics even a little bit. Uh, Less violence, banning guns except for the police or banning bullets except for the police. Legalizing gay marriage, which is way off brand, but his only condition was that there be no gay PDA and also no more death. And that was just the whole point. Just no more death. As long as the gays keep it, don't show it to me. They can live, I guess. I don't What a fucking guy. He also ragged on Obama a little bit, saying that Bob says he's causing too many problems. So, I mean, Chris for president, right? Seems like a good platform that, you know, makes no sense fucking joe exotic ran for president i don't know he can run for president and be the same thing i mean the real the real sad truth of it all is it's more like bob for a high-ranking senate position because that's every person in our political system that actually makes the decisions mm-hmm. <laughs> uh last costume divine and pink pink flamingos um he actually makes like a ton of videos with fake tits for her for her or for him getting pretty comfortable with the female form yeah Yeah. 
Uh, noteworthy videos he sent her, him in a playground trying to do pull-ups and his face nearly bursts. It got so red and he couldn't do one. Uh, he did a full Sonichu Babies puppet show based on the Muppet Babies where the babies made out with each other a lot and a Lego recreation of what their future life together would look like, including clicky clacky Lego sex where Jackie tells him he did good at the end. He did good. Yeah. Um, a video where he addresses fellow pants crappers with some words of wisdom about what to do if you shit your pants in public. That, that one actually has some good pointers in it. If you guys <laughs> want that's how I got into Chris Chan, actually. I was just looking yeah. for some advice. <laughs> Well, that's how I got into not shitting my pants anymore. First, <laughs> yeah. when I finally saw a Chris Chan video, I was like, "Hey, that's the guy who." Okay. So we're actually being really offensive to you. This guy is like your your hero. Not at all. Just somebody who gave me some good advice once. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And a video of him miming making spaghetti because his kitchen was too messy to actually cook anything. <laughs> Even his fake spaghetti sounded gross. It was literally just noodles, cold marinara from a jar. And then he like just sprinkled the spices on top of it. And then he turned the camera around and revealed a paper plate of canned spaghetti in front of him, which he smashes into his face and eats like an animal. All right, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some spaghetti here, uh, except uh, there's no way, shape or form that I could possibly do that because there's four of the same tea set from the thrift shop on the stove and here we go i can't get to the drawer of plastic spoons because there's uh there's some some weird totem pole that my mom found on the side of the road blocking it <laughs> eight of the same toaster from walmart <laughs> okay so ultimately chris abandoned his quest for jackie without ever finding out if she was a troll because she finally gave him the ultimatum of getting rid of his new PS3 or losing her. And Chris refused to part with it, even for what he claimed was the thing he cared most about in the world, a sweetheart. And he later said that Jackie was too critical and gave him too much tough love, much like he said about Casey, uh, which was true. The emails he got from her were really mean and also really true. Let this man play God of War, goddamn. They keep trying to take his PlayStation. Uh, thus ends 2010 and his romance with Jackie. So we're going into 2011. Aww. Uh, Chris starts the year wanting to go on a trip to a gaming convention, but his parents guilt him into not going. His mom guilt him into not going, to be clear. And this was probably for the best, considering the gal pal that he was supposed to be going with was the same troll that was both Emily and Kim, um, but also a disturbing insight into his relationship with his parents. Uh, their enabling was always clear, but his mother threatened to kill herself if he left. And that's just abuse. And then they allegedly had a good long cry together in his bed. All on camera? No. He just talked oh. about it with one of his gal pals after. I gotcha. Um, this led to yet another deep depression where he wasn't super active on the internet until he finally reemerged in a gameplay video of Little Big Planet 2 in March of 2011, three months later. Uh, and this was apparently his project during his dark period. The gameplay went over his entire life up until this point and covered important topics such as how to help your autistic children and better dating education for teens. Um, his advice was dumb, but the premise was all right. Shortly after this, he revealed in an email to Jackie, who had been reaching out to him intermittently, that he had a revelation during his dark period that he's come to identify himself as no longer a man, but a tom girl a heterosexual man with female sensibilities. 
He had begun painting his fingernails, wearing makeup, growing out his hair, piercing his ears, shaving his body, wearing wigs, and dressing like a woman, or more like a woman than just a bra. And his parents were apparently horrified by this, believing that he was turning into a homosexual and telling him he looked like a prostitute. And he claimed that Barb said she didn't raise a daughter, and Bob called him a fag. And he also revealed at this time that Bob had been diagnosed with colon cancer. Yeah, ass cancer always seems to be what the bitter old assholes get, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's a tomboy? What are we, we calling? A tom girl. Are we, are we reverted to, sorry, a tom girl. Are we converting over to she now? Are we saying she at this He still point? identifies as a man. Like, male pronouns. Okay. Barb had apparently started refusing to feed Bob and Chris. Uh, after one evening, they both declined coming to dinner with her, and she felt that they were avoiding her. So basically, Chris is off the internet for the most part. He's exploring himself. He's ignoring the trolls. He's coming to terms with his identity after years of being defined by other people. But his mother became this very toxic influence in his life. And his dad was like 84 years old and had cancer and probably just wanted to die. Mm -hmm. So they started getting into these explosive arguments where she would threaten to kill him. And she would threaten to kill him in order to get him to comply with like haircuts so that he would stop growing out his hair. In an email, he recalled to a gal pal that in one of their arguments, he called her a bitch and that it upset him deeply. In addition to his mother, he made the mistake of exposing his new lifestyle to Jackie, who was, of course, a long term dedicated troll. And she quickly spread the photos on the Internet and started a fake forum for tomboys and tom girls to pull Chris back onto the Internet. On the forum, he began to discuss the idea that he was considering that he may more accurately identify as a lesbian, which was a passing fancy for now, uh, as he is quickly back to his homophobe ways very soon after this. But he would eventually come to identify as a lesbian man, stating that he was a lesbian woman in his past life, and his autism was punishment for that lifestyle. So he's starting to shame himself about it. Good times. And then ultimately, he will identify as a lesbian woman. That's the final form, the final evolution. Lesbian man? Did you say lesbian man? No, I know. But you said lesbian man earlier. Yes, he goes from tom girl to lesbian man to lesbian woman. Is that offensive? Is that uh, calling yourself a lesbian man? There are actually men that do identify as lesbians. I don't get it. That's about as far as I'm going to get into that conversation because I think it's absolutely... I think it's more offensive to question it, Richard. Okay, I'll just live in my ignorant bliss instead of asking questions. My fault. Anyway. Fair enough. People be who they be and you just have to respect it. For sure. I just... Sure. Cool. Never heard that one before. Like, I heard that one as, like, a joke with, like, jocks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm a lesbian because I like chicks. It's like, okay, but (laughs) I never heard anyone like say that seriously, but all right. Jackie once again hoodwinked Chris into sending her more videos. Uh, Some notable videos include convincing him to dress his blow up doll up and put her photo over it and then take it on a date. And he sent her a video of him dancing with it in his room. And uh, this is the first video where Chris is seen in his full new lifestyle getup, complete with makeup, jewelry, and a skirt. Uh, He then filmed himself in his backyard with the doll, claiming that it was a McDonald's parking lot where he made out with it and humped it a little bit. Um, After that, he filmed one last video in the bathroom simulating sex with it, but the camera could only see him from the shoulders up this time. 
Oh, that's almost worse. Because that's mm. that's like that sounds like a POV of getting fucked by Chris Chan. Yeah, maybe. She asked him to film the last one again. This time saying, who's your brony while he humped it? And he did. Um, she also convinced him to film a cake farts video, which I mentioned earlier. Oh, man. So for anyone who doesn't know, a cake farts video is basically where you rip a huge fart on a cake and sit on it, um, which he did. Uh, and I will mention that he managed to write and I don't know why or what it means. He managed to write the word sauce on his own ass, legibly, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> Considering sauce. you can barely speak legibly. Yeah, yeah I was kind of impressed by that. And I don't know what the point was, but. Um, maybe he's maybe he's behind the camera mate wrote it for him. <laughs> I know. No, I, he did it himself. It was crazy. Anyway. Wow. I genuinely wish that I had never seen this video his naked ass and dangling dick as he ripped a massive fart after sitting on a chocolate cake but the things that i do for this fucking show <laughs> and now here you all have to watch it no i won't put on this one because that'll get us all kinds of trouble but also though celeste you're a fucking liar you, you'd be doing this anyways except it would be sadder <laughs> because there'd be nobody to share it with yeah <laughs> just quietly be ignoring your son i didn't know anything about chris chan until you brought him into my life rj yeah i love that rj is like taking it out on you when this was all his idea <laughs> i'm this... just i i am i am just explaining the way that people normally uh imbibe in this these parts of the internet just because you know, that's the way you did alone it alone in the wee hours oh oh <laughs> yes i'm all alone in that no one else has I've definitely gone down dark corners of the internet. I'm not hey, gonna lie. I've watched videos of people eating people. All right. I've seen worse than fucking Chris Chan. Okay. That means everyone here can at least get a 10th of that level. I understand that, but this is your fault. Just so we're clear. You suggested this to me and I have no self-control. None. And you, you asked. So Especially I when it comes to did. internet sensations. <laughs> I can't stop. Yeah, Randy Stare got me, and you knew it. You knew this would get me, too. You absolute <laughs> son of a bitch. All right. Anyway. Jay just smiling for the camera. No more whose fault it is, but yes, I've seen terrible things for this show. Horrifying things. Okay, so Chris entered into a new, not that interesting phase during this time. He started trying to get the trolls to expose themselves by calling them out and giving hints about their true identity in an attempt to make them come out of hiding. Uh, all of this information was fed to him from a member of the Tomboys and Tom Girls Forum he didn't know was full of trolls in the first place. And I'm going to skip over that because it's boring and nothing really happened. Another video was leaked during this time, but it's not clear if it was something he recorded for himself or it was something that a troll wanted him to do. But he pretended to be Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs and acted like he was digging up his dead dog and wearing it. Once again, ahead of his time, he started releasing makeup tutorial videos. Um, also boring. Uh, Chris demonstrated a predictably ignorant opinion and belief system about transgender people. In fact, one of the tips he received from the Tomboy Tom Girl group was that one of his previous trolls was in fact a trans woman in mid-transition. And Chris made a video specifically to announce that this person will never be a woman and that trans people who are not Tom Girls are just full-blown gays. 
<sighs> Full blown, huh? Gotta use those words. Uh, on September 6, 2011, two things happened. One was that Chris posted a list of traits he was looking for in a sweetheart on Facebook. And two, Bob passed away in the ICU at the local hospital. Aww. I don't know. How long was he colon cancer before he died? Like, did he suffer for a little while? Same year. Oh, yeah. Fast. Cool. It's good. Something. The RIP lumberjack. Uh, Bob's death hit Chris far harder than him being in the ICU had. Uh, Chris sent an email to Jackie telling her what happened and expressing his grief, including that Barb had started sleeping in his bed while she was grieving. Uh, It's unclear if he was sleeping on the couch or not, but I don't think he was. Uh, Chris was now completely alone with Toxic Barb, and the trolls backed off quite a bit at this point out of respect. Um, Only one of Bob's children from his first marriage attended his funeral. Volumes. I only saw the one video of Bob and uh, he seems like he's like, yes, I've heard all the things he said from what you're saying. But w- when he was yelling at Chris to fucking get off the internet, it seemed like he was just like a worried dad. It didn't seem like that bad. You didn't see too much of the fucking craziness that I was expecting out of his parents. I get that they're old and everything, but. Well, that's, you can't, you can't gloss over that though, because that's, that's an important thing. So like, because when people age, they learn more. They get, you know, wiser or whatever. I mean, I, I don't see any reason why, like, because he's fucking 80. Of course he's going to be more toned down. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, versus 40-year-old Bob, who was probably a fucking nightmare. Yeah, just the hoarding alone is crazy. But I I, I don't know. I, I've Anyways, I get a sense that Bob was probably a bigger dick when he was younger and chris got the best bob that existed you know yeah for sure for sure totally i thought you were trying to defend the fact that more people should have attended his funeral and i i was very of the mind that he got exactly what he deserved no i was i was just like thinking out loud like bob doesn't seem that bad but you're right it's uh he's old like for sure i guess yeah that's why like you can like love your grandparents but like your parents might fucking hate them (laughs) you know what i mean yeah oh yeah that's a very common thing okay a few days after the funeral chris and barb were out shopping together and while they were out they passed the game place and saw a sign that said it was under new ownership so they went inside to discover that the new owner was in fact michael snyder the manager (laughs) (laughs) the original manager had recently been arrested as a sex offender not sure what for but given the business i'm guessing kids michael asked them to leave and like last time followed them to their car and it's not entirely clear what happened during this altercation but both barb and chris were both charged with a hit and run after michael was hit by their car Uh, When they were pursued and arrested by police, Barb got herself an additional charge of assaulting an officer. (gasps) Oh, she's a little firecracker. She is. Uh, The two were bailed out of jail the next day by Chris's church counselor, the one that he told trolls that he should sexually assault. But, okay. Oh, that's another sentence completely. (laughs) Uh, I forgot about that. Um, Yeah. But like, what does assaulting a police officer mean? Because you're saying he's a firecracker. She could have just like, I don't know. You could just push him. 
That is a firecracker when you're like 75. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Might have just slapped his hand or something. Cops are big fucking babies, dude. Probably like hit him in the dick with the door on the way out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be. Accidentally on purpose. Maybe you didn't even hit him with it. Just like the, the air current that came from the door was too much yeah. for him to handle. And he yeah. fell down and was like, oh, like a fucking soccer player. Yeah, I don't know the details. So Michael filed for a restraining order and it was approved and he took them to civil court for damages. And Barb spent the entirety of what Bob had left for the family to hire a lawyer. Uh, One of the trolls contacted the church counselor to try to get more information about Chris's arrest, posing as a court appointed psychiatrist. And she initially refused to talk to him, but he managed to put her at ease. He was a very good actor. Uh, The troll initially told her that he would be happy to meet her with, with her and talk to her personally. In fact, he was planning to meet with their lawyer at the Chandler home. And the counselor told him that that would be a, a mistake as the house currently had an infestation problem and would be a very difficult environment in which to conduct an interview. And the counselor revealed that when Bob was in the hospital, they discovered that he was riddled with bug bites. And uh, there were nurses sent to the home to see if he could be released into the home. And uh, he could not. Sorry, can I just jump in real quick? Because yeah. I'm I'm really hung up on the on the, but bo- bo- they spent Bob's entire, all of the inheritance money he left on a lawyer, for like those chart. That means Bob left the entire family like eighteen hundred dollars. It's all I got all this money in knickknacks. I'm all I'm not liquid right now. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to question that. My, my fortune's wrapped up in 1800s yeah. newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the church counselor also revealed that the Chandlers refused to accept any help from social services to help them with their situation, probably because many of those services include a home visit portion with counselors and social workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chris was dark for much of this period, but he reemerged in 2012 when the judge grants a continuance on their case. And during this time, he gets really into posting on Facebook, often lamenting about his depression or fishing for compliments and then lashing out when the compliments aren't what he wanted. Uh, His Facebook was limited to five friends, people he trusted, even though one of them was long-term troll Kim. And he would frequently post about not having a girlfriend and asking his female friends to show his photo to their female friends. And he also posted Megan's last known address on Facebook in an attempt to get her to talk to his lawyer and fess up to the conspiracy. Uh, Chris would also use Facebook to announce places that he was going to be and then not showing up to prank the trolls and uh, post death threats against people who had wronged him, including McDonald's employees and Michael Snyder. Uh, And while he was awaiting trial for hitting him with a car, by the way, um, these threats often didn't even target the person he hated. He would say shit like they hope their girlfriends got murdered so that they didn't have any love to do this. And then he also decides it would be a good idea to go to his local mall and hand out copies of the game places 10% off coupons that he had marked on to say that people should stay away from it as it is a breeding ground for cyberbullying. Um, as security approached him, Chris started running and he documented his heroic flight from the police on Facebook after he had fled. But they knew him already, <laughs> so he received a notice banning him from the mall in the mail shortly after. How many years has he been terrorizing that mall? It took them fucking long enough. So many years. Yeah. <laughs> like it took them 10 years almost to fucking say, okay, no more of you. 
Yeah. Apparently he would also flip off any security officers that he passed when he was out and about. And like, he would be with Barb and Barb would be like, can you fucking stop? Oh, amazing. Uh, in June 2012, Chris started an online lemonade stand through a charity where proceeds go towards cancer research, saying that his father died of cancer. That wasn't exactly true. Robert actually died from heart disease, but he had been in cancer treatment before that. Uh, Chris reached his goal of $50 through online donations alone, uh, many of which were just trolls that would post like small amounts of money so that they could post messages about Chris drinking his own jizz and stuff. $50 to write that? Jesus. Well, it's like a dollar here and there that made up to like 50 Oh, I, got, I understand. Yeah. A lot of them were also like, your father didn't die from cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like they just can't stop trolling this guy. He's like fucking troll bait. What did I call him? Troll nip. Fucking troll nip. He just puts out the troll nip. He can't stop it. Cannot resist. <laughs> okay. God damn. That one pulled the 14 year old right out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <sighs> your dad didn't die of cancer. Well, the. 14 year old have been like your dad died of cancer you know what i mean like it's just yeah. i mean <laughs> like just anything just that like super low-hanging fruit like <laughs> yeah. just like oh fuck all right now we come to the moment that we've all been waiting for next time on unethical podcast <laughs> chris our hero lost his virginity Oh, I wasn't expecting that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official unethical podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of Season 1 will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from Season 2. On the fence about it? Have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bye! Easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher, and you can solve a mystery, too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the dicks will solve it. 855-PRIVATE-DICKS.
because I'm straight when it comes to humans, but fucking gay from old people. <laughs> <laughs>